Hello, welcome back to another episode of No Fluff Podcast. I'm Bryce Parrott. I'm Daniel Hicks. Daniel, what are we going to be getting into today? What's going on? Let's talk about a little bit about some identity. Okay. Identity issues, you know, how we identify um, more or less like as a Christian, but as more of a person, I would say. I think this, this conversation is going to more lead to like our daily lives. Regardless of if you would call yourself a Christian or not, I think this is something that's useful for everybody. Okay. Okay. So, uh, start us off. Like, what, what do you have to say about identity and how we conduct ourselves? Okay. So, um, a little psychology for you. Okay. I'm okay, ready we have, for we it. We have three selves, right? Gotcha. Um, we have what we wish we were. We call that ideal self. We have what we are, which is real self. And then, like, how others view us. That's, like, our public perception and how I, the other words too fancy for me. <laughs> gotcha. So, gotcha. Basically what our ideal self is, is who we aspire to be. Okay. So if you want to apply this, Bryce, I want you to apply this for yourself. What is your ideal self? My ideal self is, uh, being as Christ-like as possible. I mean, we like as Christians, that is our goal, um, to be Christ-like. We are called to be like him. So that's, that's my ideal, my ideal self. Yeah. Okay, so I would object, not to what you're saying, but I would object that most of us that call ourselves Christians, um, our ideal self is exactly what you said, and I think that a little bit of that gets misconstrued because when you're being Christ-like, what's one of those biggest things that happens when you let Jesus into your life? Like, what's one of the biggest, the first thing he's going to attack? Your sin. Your sin. So, and we know that our desires are what? Sinful. Not of God. Not always, but in okay. most part. Yeah, like the the bad, the things that Jesus goes after, like the when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, the things that he's going to go after and convict you of is the sin that you have in your life. Yeah. So, like, our ideal self as a Christian, what does that look like? And I think it's what you said, it's be as Christ-like as possible. Yeah. So, what... Do you know what the word Christian means? Like, Yeah, little Christ. <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> you said that was like, you said that so like, little Christ. Like, well, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it means. Okay. That like, that term was because everyone like after Jesus was like, oh, they're like, they're little Christ. They're Christians. Yeah. That's trying to be Christ-like. Yes. Right? So there's a, there's a difference between Christ and us. Like. Well, it was coined as a derogatory term. Yes, it was. They were meaning little, little Christ. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why I said that. Okay. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> so we talk about our identity in Christ, and I kind of want you to explain that just a little bit. What you like? What we mean when we say that? Finding my identity in Christ is uh, it, it's not only accepting Christ into your life, but living the notion that this life is no longer my own. There is a purpose to my life that goes above and beyond the desires of my heart. Um, and until I'm at a place in my relationship with Christ, that truly is of me being as close to being like Christ as I possibly can be. Um, that's, that's what I mean when I identify 
in Christ. It's not just a, oh, I identify as a Christian. I'm going to be doing all the same things that I did before, um, except I just have the title Christian along with my name too. Okay, I get what you're saying. So I would agree with that. Um, so that's ideal self. Like ideally, as a Christian, we want to uh, like successfully identify in Christ in our conduct, right. not just in what we call ourselves. Correct. Because I think today, and this is going to be a little bit controversial, but okay, I like some controversy. So um, <laughs> say that again. Controversy. <laughs> controversy. Controversy. I hate you. Keep Pat going. Ma- Pat McAfee. <laughs> Keep going. Anyways, um as controversial as this is going to be, you can identify as whatever you want these days. Yeah. Whatever you want. Literally whatever you want. If you can't prove to me that you are that, are you really that, or are you calling yourself that? I think you're just calling yourself that. We see that in the Bible a lot. Um, Was it one of the books of Paul? So it was either Ephesus or the church in Col- uh Corinth? Maybe. But you have a lot of people that like call themselves Christians, and then like he would always call them out and say, "You're still doing this and this." Yeah, and this that and this. was in Corinthians. Okay, so this is where I think that ideal self comes into play. Is some of us have that identity thought process of our ideal self being a Christian that still has all these things in our life, and we we lose the fact that when you follow Christ, you take up that cross. You're leaving a lot behind. Yes, and a, a lot. lot. <laughs> a lot of what you think you're leaving behind is. Not bad for you, but it could be. So, moving to real self. Okay. Okay. We just kind of jump to this fast because this is where the word gets done. Actually, no, we're going to go back to ideal self for a second. Okay. Let's talk about somebody that doesn't necessarily believe in Jesus. So, psychologically speaking, our ideal self is something that we might never attain mm-hmm. because your ideal self a lot of times changes. Okay. So if you look at it like you're climbing a ladder, like I get to this rung, my ideal self's going to keep going up until I get to the top of the ladder. So we're always chasing something. Gotcha. And what's that lead to? Think about this for a second. Uh, Somebody, like if you're going to go and evangelize or anything like that, think about this. When you run and run and run and run and run in life, what what happens, right? Like you're never going to get, you're never going to be enough. You're never going to get to where you want to be. Exactly. Your ideal self will never be enough. Like, you'll never reach your ideal self because your ideal self will keep changing. Right. And funny thing about that, uh, this was uh, last week's sermon, actually, at Life Church. Craig Oshel. Okay. No, just listen. He, he made a very good point about something. Uh, he said, uh, Jesus was never in a hurry. Now, hold on. And, and just stick with me for a second. Everywhere he went, he walked. And hold on, there's more. Hold on. How often in the Bible do we see Jesus like napping and having extremely long meals? He was never in a hurry to get to that next step. He knew it was coming, but there's no rush. Well, you got to think. Okay, contextually, yes. But we're talking though, I just did like to where I was going with this is in life, though, we're talking, like, Jesus wasn't in a rush, right? He knew what was going to happen ahead of time. We don't know, right? So for us, getting in a rush is something that's defendable because I got to get, I got to get to here, right? For me, it's, it's for me, it's, I got to go to college, I got to graduate, I got to go to grad school, I got to get to here. Like, I'm always chasing this ideal self. Mm-hmm. That's going to change because as soon as I get my master's, guess what comes next? I'm going to want a PhD because I want my mail address, doctor, like, who doesn't, right? <laughs> Fair enough. So... <laughs> So 
your ideal self keeps changing. For someone that doesn't believe in, like, God doesn't call themselves a Christian, that ideal self can kill you. And this is why. Because when you chase something and you never fill that void, you're going to hit a point where you set, you look back, unless you are absolutely like Bezos and just nail it, which yeah. I hope everybody listens to this does. Hope yeah. everybody gets paid. But <laughs> you're going to look back and say, man, like, I didn't get to where I want to go. And I'll never forget, like, I keep thinking back when we talk about this to freshman year when we're playing the state tournament. Like, you put in all this work, and you know this feeling, too, because you lost the championship game. I lost first round. Three years in a row. Three years in a row. (laughs) Then I lost at state for swimming. Three years in a row to one guy. Your your ideal self is, is I'm standing up on that podium. Right. And you do everything possible, and you still come short. Right. So, to achieve any sort of ideal self, my argument would be, if you become a Christian to achieve your ideal self, you have to first recognize that that's out the window. You're not enough. Mm-hmm. And we got that question posed not too long ago of how do you know you're enough for God? Newsflash, you're not. You're not. Like you're not. It, it's it's honestly it, it's easy as that. Like you're not. You're you're not. you're not good enough. And guess what? You never will be. You by yourself, you can never reach that goal. It's unattainable. So having an ideal self is not a bad thing. Let no. me make that clear because you want goals and you want to achieve those. Yes, goals. that's a good thing. As we move into the real self, the real self is who you really are, right? right? So your real self is kind of a couple factors. It's what you I like think of yourself ideally, and it's how people see you. That's what you really are. And like people say, yes, what matters most is when no one's looking, mm-hmm. right? Public perception is always going to trump that because that's what we see. Right. Like we always think, what does that person think about me? What does that person think about me? What okay. does that person think yeah. about me, right? So when we talk about your real self, it's who you really are. This is where people fail. Like if you want to make change in your life and I like, if you want to identify something else, like if you're going through something and it's super tough, how do you make that change? Where would you look? If you, would you look at ideal? Would you look at real? Would you look at public perception? If you want to make a change of where you're at. Yeah. Regardless of the situation, like your current self, right? So your real self. Yeah. I don't like the way that we break this down in psychology at all because I feel like real self is the most important one. Okay, why? Because that's the one we're dealing with right now. Okay. You notice, like you talked about Jesus was never in a hurry. Yeah. We get in a hurry, we really rush to that ideal self. Okay, and we stop worrying about where our current self actually exactly. is. Exactly. We kind of, we can lose that focus. Like we get so goal, goal oriented, we're tunnel visioned and everything falls down around us. That's where we lose our identity of who we are. We start worrying more about tomorrow than what we have going on today. Mm-hmm. And then another biblical reference for you. I can't remember the story, but um, actually there's a reference to it in Luke 9 too. Um, we talk about public perception, how people see us. Uh-huh. Rich young ruler, right? Yeah. Okay. He didn't want to give up his stuff public perceived as a rich young ruler right he was going to lose that what happens he loses the potential what he can become because he's worried about public perception right so real self is where the work gets done and if we talk about identity in the sense of like in today's context and where i think this conversation is probably going to go i for me i do a crappy job of my real self quote unquote mm-hmm. right being what I wish I could identify with. And this is why I say that. Yeah, explain that a little. So if you ask me what my ideal self would be, okay. it would be somebody that 
anybody can go to if they need help. Right. But most of all, like, I want to identify in Christ. I want to be a Christian. I want people to be able to look at me and say, that guy's different because of Jesus. Yeah. At times, I know I fail at that. Right. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. Where, where I get hung up, and I think a lot of people get hung up, is is working on a real self because why? Because we have these things in life that we want to hold on to, mm-hmm. and we can't let it go. If you have one hand on the plow and one hand looking behind you, what happens, right? Start going off course. Exactly, right? So we get out of line with our ideal self. Our ideal self changes. It will go offline with us. Right. And that is really dangerous. So when we identify, okay, so name some things I, like, I know what you're going to say when I say name some things you identify as. College dropout. <laughs> Not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, okay. Say. Yeah, okay, so just give you, like, three things. Yeah, name three things. If people looked at you, I want public perception. If people looked at you, three things they identify you as. Christian, college dropout, um, and like a, a son or a friend. Okay, like, so... Yeah. Would you say your ideal self has all three of those in it? Yeah. I mean... You're a rare breed. You're a rare breed. Well, not the college dropout part. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> okay, I had to think about that one. Not the college dropout part. It's so often that I think we mess up on how we identify as ourselves. And I find myself talking to people... Because, like, I do think I'm a pretty easy person to talk to. And people okay, actually, me. hold on. Go I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to tell you the three things that I see you as. Okay. Because that, that would probably be, like, a better yeah, like yeah, perception yeah, yeah. of some, like, of outside yeah. perception. Right? Okay. So, I see you as a Christian. I see you as a college athlete. And, believe it or not, I, even though I make fun of you all the time, and I call you an idiot. I see you as someone who actually is very smart. Oh, thank you. You'll never hear me say that again. <laughs> you better be glad this is recorded. <laughs> okay, so that was a positive public perception, right? That's okay. That's what I want my real self. So often, and this is, okay, you know how people are like, I lack self-confidence. Yeah. That's because they're looking at one side of the public perception. Okay. Nobody, Nobody cares, okay? Like, you're 10 times harder on yourself than anybody's going to be. Agreed. You're always going to push that negative side of that public perception. Mm-hmm. So when we identify as whatever. Push it meaning what? Push it as in that's what we're going to put in front of us because that's what's bad. Okay. Gotcha. We, don't, we don't like to take a step back and look at what's the whole list The of whole picture. picture. Yeah. Just focusing on the bad. Yeah. So the other night I'm talking to one of my friends and we're having this deep talk and basically this person was like, you know, I wish I could just say how I feel. And it was like a family situation. Like, I wish yeah. I could say how I feel. But, like, I just think, like, I'm I'm not confident enough to go do that. Yeah. Because, like, I'm, like, they were basically saying they're viewing their family as this. Like, they had this, this, like, stigma, not stigma, but they had this, like, image burned on them. They felt like that they're identifying their family as, as important as, as this. this. Like, little bit. Ideally, like I asked, like ideally, what would what do you want to come from this situation? Yeah, and it was to kind of get their family consult, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what are you going to do to get there? Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with where you're at right now? Yeah. So, 
so often we look at, at least in my opinion, you might have a different one. We we let public perception take hold. It's listen. I I agree with that quite a bit because you can have ideas about yourself, like your your self perception, yeah, right. But you're going to be hearing mm-hmm. the outward perception, and that's the only way that that's actually the only perception that you are going to hear everybody else's idea of you so um yeah i definitely agree with that i mean that's because that's the only thing you're hearing other than anything from inside your own head yeah and i think we get so caught up and it's one of two things like with people it's always one of two things they either get too caught up on what they want to be and that's where you see goal-oriented people that you can't stand to be around because they work themselves to death right i've grown up with one i love my dad but he was very much that way and that's not necessarily a terrible thing to an extent. And then we have the opposite spectrum where we let public, and then we see people that constantly try to fit in. Also, right. up with one of them. Yeah. And I can tell you where that person's at right now. Not yep. a good place. Yeah. But what I think we fail to remember is, is there's three selves: ideal, real, public perception. Yeah. We gotta focus on who we actually are. Yeah. And as hard as that is. Because Christian or not Christian, people have a lot of time, like a lot of trouble owning their crap. Yeah. Owning what's wrong. Yeah. I want to work on this on me. Like New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this. Uh No, you're not. not. But I don't even know, like, there's no advice here. But I can tell you if you are a Christian that here's the thing. Jesus came and died on the cross for your real self. Not what people said about you. Not what you wish you were. Woman at the well, right? It wasn't about what people said about her or what she was viewed as. Right. Or what she wished she was. It was who she was. Yeah. He didn't go after Paul on the road to Damascus for who he publicly perceived as as somebody that was a psychopath cutting heads off and whatnot of Christians. (laughs) Or what he wished he was, which was like a Jewish Pharisee. Mm-hmm. It was who he really was. It was who was as a heart, who was at his heart. It wasn't as how the public perceived him. It wasn't how he perceived himself. God was working on who he really was. Yes, if you are a Christian, God sent Jesus down across for your real self. When you face that adversity in life, and you don't know how to identify, excuse me. You have to remember the fact that he's after what you are, not what people say about you, and not what you wish you were. Because I guarantee you right now what you wish you were, you can say you wish you were this ideal, following God person. You're never going to reach what you think you should reach because God's the only one that's going to take you there, and he's probably going to take you above that if you let him. And, if and, and that's that's one thing, like, yeah. if you let him. If you let him. Like, there, there's only... Like like we said earlier, there's so many things that are beyond our control and things like we are not good enough. Like yeah. it, that we are not good enough to get ourselves to that ideal place. God is the only one that's going to take us there and above and beyond that. Yeah. But and, you have to allow him to do that. And if you're somebody like that doesn't necessarily walk, like you don't conduct yourself as a Christian, you might believe in God, it doesn't matter. What we're saying is... You're going to have, you're going to struggle with one of the two, maybe both. 
Yeah. I'm both. I do care what people say about me to an extent. And I think there's something to that, but that contradicts what I've been saying, so I'm not going to try to d- dive into that. We don't have time for that. <laughs> you have to be self-aware is what I'm saying. Like, right. I'm not going to go where Speedo in public. I'm self-aware because I care what people right. think to that extent. Right. So, right. or you're going to struggle with your ideal self because I've been caught in the sense of staying up to the batting cages till midnight one morning because ideally I wanted to go play ball at a school that, you know. Right. So, you're going to chase a void in life and it's just really like any sort of challenge like, and you you probably have your own take on this too. Like you, at some point you have to sit back and say, this is where I'm at. This is who I am. And this is what I have to do. With uh, honestly, that is exactly where I'm at right now. I mean, God has spent the entire last three years getting me to that place too. I mean, I mean even in high school, I guess. I mean, so I guess the last six years, I mean, cause I started, uh, like, I was going up, like, I was waking up at 4.30 each morning, going and swimming at the rec center in Claremore, 25-minute drive, and then then I would have school, then I would have my actual, like, swimming practice or football, whatever, I, like, whatever season it was, and I was striving for that ideal self. I wasn't thinking about where I was at, I was thinking about where I wanted to be, and then God stripped that aspect away whenever he called me to ministry and I didn't take that scholarship and then what I was left was the public perception perception. and so my public perception at that point was like okay well I still have to go to school because that's something that everybody my age does that's what I'm supposed to do (laughs) like like that's that's just what like where I need to go what I need to do to get where I want to be and along that route, like people need to see that I did do these things before, um, I accepted the call to ministry. Yeah. And then I prayed that prayer, God, do whatever it takes to get where you want me to be. And the last year of it, he spent stripping away that public perception. And, uh, now I'm left with Okay, where am I at now? So, I think the last thing I have um, would kind of be a little bit of encouragement. If you're, like, it, this is any aspect of life. It doesn't matter. School, friend group, relationship, walk with Christ, whatever you do. You're going to have a goal set. And people are going to say what they say. Change happens when you put those two on the back burner and really focus on where you're at in your real self. Yeah. Because your real self, at least in my experience, isn't what you think it is. And yeah. what your public perception isn't necessarily always as bad as you think it is or as good as you think it is. Yeah. And your ideal self, a lot of times, isn't as good as you think it is. Mm-hmm. I just think as Christians or as people when we identify let's say we act like people that identify as Christians like the work that that ideal self that you chase happens when you take action with where you're at yeah um we know that like God's God's got plans laid out for you what's yeah. Jeremiah 29 11 11 yeah. yeah like he's got <laughs> plans laid out for you. yeah <laughs> don't 
you like you said earlier, like move slow. Right. Like, real if you want to identify as a Christian, like And that's what you want others to see about you. You have to take that step and that's kinda of where the whole faith thing comes in. You're you're identifying as a Christian. A lot of times I feel like and I fall into this, I identify as a Christian, but you wouldn't be able to tell it. Because I am think I, am I walking in that like am I moving slow? Am I you know am I really doing anything? No. Wow. What an episode. Dude, it was. <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh listened to the whole thing, we appreciate it. Message us on Instagram if you have any topics that you'd like us to talk about, any questions you'd like us to answer. Um again, we appreciate it a whole lot. And uh, tune in next time. Uh, no fluff underscore podcast. Oh, on Instagram, yeah. Right? Instagram, no fluff underscore podcast. We will post the link to the newest episode in the bio. You can click that. It'll take you right there. Hit us with a follow. And our Instagrams are on it, I think. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, our Instagrams are on it. You can follow us, too, because I'm trying to get that follow account up. So I keep that Barstool uh, sponsorship for Collegiate Athletics. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you.